on the Mayo Media Network. This one is for Tuesday, March 15th. My name is Cecil Peters and I'm gonna walk you through the NHL games on tap for tonight. Really, really light night yesterday with only one game, the Arizona Coyotes against the Ottawa Senators. I am recording this before that game, so I'm not sure what happened there. Two teams that were kind of lower in the standings, but honestly, offensively, it profiled to be a pretty good game. So hopefully, ended up being a nice offensive game to entertain us for the evening. And now we got a big slate on the ice, so we will get right into the games. We're going to start out in Toronto. A couple big storylines in this game. We have the Dallas Stars. As I'm recording this at plus 140, the Toronto Maple Leafs opened at minus 160 over at DraftKings Sportsbook. I was honestly surprised to even get a line. As I'm recording this, I don't know yet if Austin Matthews is going to be suspended or not. I know he does have a hearing with the NHL today for his cross-check to the head of Rasmus Dallin of the Buffalo Sabres. Not really allowed to do that. However, Austin Matthews, superstar in the league, clean record. I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up just getting a substantial maximum fine allowed under the CBA rather than a suspension, but who knows? Obviously not my call. In the comments, actually, please leave what you think of his suspension or no suspension, depending on what gets handed down. When this video comes out, we will know what the verdict is there. So leave a comment on what you think about the Austin Matthews suspension or no suspension, what you thought it should have been. And then as per usual, please rate and review and give the video a like as well. Toronto continues just allowing a ton of goals every single game. They just can't seem to get the saves. Peter Mrazek on Sunday allowed five goals to the Buffalo Sabres. I actually think it was four with an empty netter, but regardless, a couple weak ones as well. Matthews did score, but like I said, he lost his cool at the end of the game there on Deline. Frustration clearly boiling over for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then the Dallas Stars on the other end, they also ended up allowing a ton of goals in their last game, a 7-4 loss to the Rangers. They've had pretty good goaltending the last while, so I don't see that being a common thing for them, allowing seven goals. Overall, they have a better goaltending, they should get a better goaltending performance than the Leafs in this one. But right now, there's just too many unknowns for me to place a bet on the game. If Austin Matthews is out and the line is plus 140 for Dallas, I will absolutely bet that. And then as for goaltending, I'm not sure if the Leafs go with Peter Mrazek in that or if they go with rookie Eric Kahlberg. I never like to bet on teams when they have a kind of an unknown goalie in that. We've seen this a few times where these guys come up from the AHL and have a couple really good performances. Nico Dawes for the Devils would be my most recent example of that. So if Mrazek starts and Matthews is out, I will be betting on the Dallas Stars. If not, probably just a game that I will sit out of. Next game on the night involves the only team on a back-to-back, -back, the Arizona Coyotes. They are plus 145 against the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal minus 165 on the money line, just a little too much for me there. They are playing well, but minus 165 even against the Coyotes. This game should probably be closer to a pick for me. Coyotes, like I said, only team on a back-to-back. -back. I don't have the stats from their last game, but in the five games before that, a combined 24 points for Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz. Those guys are red hot right now. Easily the best stretch of the season for the Coyotes, who seem to just be enjoying actually winning some hockey games. Montreal replies with Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki. Those guys are also red hot. Caulfield ended up scoring an overtime winner against Philadelphia on Sunday to get them snapped out of their mini two-game losing streak. Montreal has just looked like a much better team with Martin St. Louis behind the bench. These are two teams. Two months ago, this would have been one of the worst games possible on the slate. It would be horrible to watch. No playoff implications, but there are at least a few storylines, and this should be a pretty exciting game. 
However, I can touch the Montreal Canadiens at minus 165 and not knowing how the Arizona Coyotes played the night before, not seeing that game, I'm not yet ready to make a bet on them at plus 145 either. Next game of the night is in New York. The Anaheim Mighty, not the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. They were kind of mighty to start the season. They've really fallen off the Anaheim regular Ducks against the New York Rangers. Rangers minus 220 on the money line as they should be. Anaheim just continues to slide. They've lost their past four games, and the Rangers are arguably better than any of the teams they've lost to in that stretch. So the Rangers should win this game pretty easily. Igor Shosturkin got pulled a couple nights ago against St. Louis. He then actually had another bit of a dud game against Dallas, but New York finally stepped up, scored seven goals, and they won him a game that he maybe didn't deserve to win, repaying him a little bit for probably 20, 22, 23 wins this year that the Rangers maybe didn't deserve that Shesterkin stole for them. So long ways to go for the Rangers players, repaying Shesterkin for how he's played this year, but that was a start. But against the Ducks, they should be able to get away with it no matter how he plays, even if they play uh, backup goalie Alexander Georgiev in that, they should be fine. Ducks are kind of banged up as well. Ricardo Kell missed last game, gets laughs out. They've just got too many injuries right now. Jacob Silverberg, I believe, is out as well. So not a lot of depth on the Ducks right now. Rangers are rolling their lines pretty good. Should be an easy win for them. One player I look to in the to score market, uh, Philip Hedo for the Rangers. He's on their third line right now. He's taken 14 shots in the past five games. Probably his best stretch of his season, maybe even his career. He's just playing really well right now. You, get, you should get good odds on him to score. He is my pick there. I think he scores in a Rangers win. Next game on the night is in Washington. The Red Hot New York Islanders are plus 135 at the Capitals, who are minus 155. Capitals coming off a successful road trip of their own, beating the Canucks in OT to end it. The guy who scored that OT winner, Lars Eller, is not going to be in the lineup. He is in COVID protocol, so he is still stuck in Vancouver after testing positive. Not a huge issue. The Capitals do have finally a fully healthy top six right now. So they're even with Eller missing, they are the healthiest they've been all year. Top six is rolling. They're playing really well. Anthony Mantha finally coming back has really helped the second line. TJ Oshie's playing great hockey now. Evgeny Kuznetsov with a hat-trick last game. So they're getting contributions up and down the lineup right now. Tom Wilson's actually slid in on the third line. Gives them some scoring punch. Gives them some depth. So Capitals playing pretty well right now. The Islanders playing perhaps even better. Definitely their best stretch of the season. Over the past five games, eight players with at least five points, including Captain Anders Lee. He's got seven goals in those in those five games, one of which he actually missed. So in his past four games, seven goals for the captain. I like the way that both teams are playing, but I do think this game should be closer to a pick. At plus 135, I do give them the slight goaltending advantage as well. I got to go with the New York Islanders. Next game on the night actually is a pick em right now, and I do think there is a team that should be favored. So this is another one we'll have a bet in. The Pittsburgh Penguins at the Nashville Predators. Nashville had a huge win over Minnesota last game, pulling them even with the Wild with 72 points on the season in the race to get into third in that division instead of having to enter the playoffs as a wild card or worse, even just miss the playoffs altogether. Pittsburgh's going to be a much different opponent. The Penguins are a top, top five defensive team in the league, and they also just get better goaltending than the Minnesota Wild. The past two national games have both been very high-scoring games, a loss to the Blues and then the win over the Wild. This likely is going to be the opposite. Pittsburgh doesn't allow a ton of chances. They will let you get some shots on net. In the win over Carolina on Sunday, they did give up a few shots, but not too many good chances. So even when they do give up good chances, Tristan Jari has been pretty 
playing pretty well in net, so better goaltending than the Wild, better defensive play. It's going to be a lot harder for Nashville to score. Going to be a good battle between top lines in this one. Nashville's first line in particular, Philip Forsberg and Matthew Duchesne has been playing really well. 11 points for those guys, each, 11 points each in their past five games. Roman Yossi on the back end coming off of a four-point night. So the offense has been there for the stars of the Nashville Predators. But they're likely going to have to match up against the tough Pittsburgh first line, Sidney Crosby, Brian Russ, Jake Gunn. So those guys are even better than the top line on Nashville, although not quite as hot. I do think that that line will outplay them. The amount of goals and chances the Predators have given up the last few games is a little concerning. So I think that Pittsburgh top line, great DFS option. They're just going to score. They're going to get a ton of chances on that. So if you can get Jake Gunsel or Brian Russ to score at reasonable odds, I would do so. And then also the Pittsburgh Penguins to win this game, especially if they remain minus 110. Next game on the night is in Winnipeg. Vegas Golden Knights. Winnipeg Jets, Vegas minus 115, Winnipeg minus 105. I do think this probably should just be a pickup. It probably is going to be where it ends up. Vegas is on a brutal slide right now, losing their last four games and none in particularly promising fashion. Injuries keep piling up and so do the losses. They currently do occupy a playoff spot, but they slid into a wild card spot and they are not too far ahead of the Winnipeg Jets who are chasing them for that spot. So the Jets only four points behind with the game at hand. Meaning this is about as important of a game as you're going to get for the Winnipeg Jets. I'm not going to have a bet on this one. I prefer to watch and see how these teams react in such an important game. Use the info from watching this game kind of going forward in the year. I don't know who's going to come on top. It should be the Winnipeg Jets with their depth. With the way that Vegas has been playing right now. But Vegas at some point has to get it together. So Winnipeg probably should win this game. But I am staying away from betting it. Next game on the night is in Chicago. We got the Boston Bruins, a rematch from a game a few week or a couple of nights ago when Boston ended up winning on a last second goal by David Pasternak. Now they are in Chicago with the Blackhawks plus 150, Boston minus 185, and I'm going to take the Bruins in to win in regulation. Chicago's getting great performances from their first line. Patrick Kane, Alex Dabrinkit, Dylan Strom, they seem to score every night in a good or bad matchup. Doesn't seem to matter. And at home they should be able to dodge the Patrice Bergeron line. So that's good for them. Problem for Chicago is anytime any other line is on the ice, they're going to get dominated. If Bergeron's not out against that line, his line will dominate whoever they're playing. David Pasternak's been hot. But the biggest thing for Boston right now has been actually the play of their third line with Charlie Coyle and Craig Smith. When I talk about Boston being a deep team, this is what I mean. Bertice Bergeron and Brad Marchand have combined for only six points in the last five games. However, the Boston Bruins have won four of those because of the depth scoring. This third line of Charlie Coyle and Craig Smith has been red hot. Hard to pick which line on the Bruins is going to take over and lead them in this game. I think it'll probably be Pasternak's, but regardless, they will find somebody to score goals on the Blackhawks, and I will take them to win in regulation. Next game on the night is in Edmonton. The Red Wings plus 250, Edmonton is minus 320. No bet for me in this game, the odds are just too much. Detroit put up no resistance to the Flames in their last game. The Oilers aren't going to generate that kind of sustained pressure in zone time like Calgary did, but what they will do is capitalize on their chances a lot more. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl kind of been streaky over the past couple months while well, they've each scored in their last game. McDavid had two, so he's pretty hot right now. They're going to keep scoring in bunches, and this is a perfect spot to keep the momentum rolling. If Mike Smith does somehow magically get the start for the Oilers, I will look to the Red Wings as a big underdog, but other than that, no action for me in this game, but I do expect McDavid to score. Next game on the night, 
New Jersey Devils plus 150 in Vancouver, the Canucks minus 175. Bet against the Canucks in both of their games this past weekend, and it paid off as they lost Friday night to Washington and Sunday to the Lightning. JT Miller continues to put up points for Vancouver. He's got 12 in the, he's got a 12-game point streak, 24 points in that stretch for him. But aside from him, the Canucks just don't look very good. And against the Devils, a loss would be a lot less understandable than losses to the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Washington Capitals. Those are a couple really good teams. The Devils playing well, but they're more of a basement dweller. However, with Nico Dawes coming in in net, he's kind of solidified the back end. The Devils sneakily have played some pretty decent hockey over the past few weeks. They just haven't been getting the goaltending all season. With Nico Dawes in net, they have been getting that. They've got some wins recently, and I think they do so again tonight. At plus 150, I can't say no to that. Picking on the Canucks again. They're just not as good as the New Jersey Devils, in my opinion. I think they're overrated right now. They're not in a playoff spot, and they will continue not to be in a playoff spot. And I think the Devils take this one. Plus 150 is a great number. Two more games on the night, both in California on the West Coast. Colorado in L.A. Colorado had a tough test against Calgary in their last game. Darcy Kemper finally bounced back with an elite 46 save shutout. Colorado used their power play and their top scorers to get the win. Two goals for McKinnon, one for Rantanen. Nazem Kadri looked good. Kale McCarr looked good. This is going to be important for them going forward as Captain Gabriel Landeskog is out. Against a tough defensive LA team, it is going to be tough for them to get chances, but I do think they can overcome it. But at minus 205, not worth a bet in my opinion. Kings are a little bit hurt with injuries, but did manage a very impressive win over the Florida Panthers in their last game. Plus 165 just isn't enough for me, so I do think this is going to be a good competitive game, but at the odds, which I think are correct, it's just nothing that I am betting on. The last game of the night, Florida Panthers heavy favorites over the San Jose Sharks, so I'm going to take the Panthers in regulation to win. I do think they're just going to steamroll the Sharks. They lost to the Kings a couple nights ago. San Jose did beat LA two games in a row, but that's a team that they see all the time. They seem to have LA's number. Florida's the opposite kind of team. They come at you in waves. They score goals. Very high-paced offense. San Jose just doesn't have the defensive ability to stop the Florida Panthers. Spread out offense. A bunch of players piling up points every night for Florida, led by Alex Barkov and Jonathan Huberto. San Jose looks a little bit better with Eric Carlson back on defense. But beating LA in back-to-back -back games against a, kind of a division rival is not the same as beating a Florida Panthers team that you see twice a year. The Panthers are going to come in. They're going to pile up goals. Easy win for, for Florida betting on them in regulation to end the night. So to wrap up on a big slate, we have the Panthers in regulation. We got the Devils at plus 150. Boston in regulation. We got Pittsburgh at minus 110. Islanders at plus 135. And potentially looking at Dallas at plus 140. Not quite as many games to go through tomorrow, so we will see you guys at the same time. Thank you for watching, and we'll see you tomorrow.